Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Cash Control, Know Your Numbers, Protect Your Business, and Grow for the Future, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abnp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Giving small and medium-sized organizations large company marketing and social media services is what Corey is most skilled at doing. With a background in marketing, project management, and data analysis, he excels at empowering DigiWay clients by teaching them how to rank on the first page of Google, keyword research, backlinking, and how to maximize their social media presence. In the world of digital media, it's important that our clients understand how DigiWay is helping them to reach their customers and grow their businesses. Successful SEO isn't about rankings. It's about connecting people to the products and services they're looking for, and it's about helping businesses grow. So, Corey, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me, Candy. Well, I gave a tiny little bit of information about you just in that bio, but I would love for you to share a little bit more about how you got into your business and, you know, a little bit about yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Well, first, how I got into business was um, I was laid off from my full-time job probably, what, I think it's like seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I was in that process of looking for something I really wanted to do. I At my other job, I wasn't happy anymore. I was kind of stagnant. So when I got laid off, it was kind of like one of those blessings in uh, blessing disguise. Uh, yeah, in disguise. <laughs> so I started looking around, trying different things. <clears throat> and then my mom, um, actually, before that, I created a really bad website for my uh, my father-in-law. At the time, he was my, it was my girlfriend's dad. Now he's my father-in-law. Um, and I was like, okay, I have this website. Why is it not showing up on Google? And then I was talking to my mom, and she said, oh, I have someone to, someone you can meet, and he could teach you how to do that. And um, my mom introduced me to Wei. Um, mm-hmm. He's the one who's a founder of DigiWay. And I took one of his, he was taking, he was doing like a two-day cor- a course, SEO course, and I did that SEO course. I really liked it. He gave me a book to read. I read that book um, the night he gave it to me and went back to him. He goes, I said, do you have anything else? He goes, well, you know what, I could just... Uh, mentor you Mm, nice and then he started teaching me seo but more than seo just really how to run your own business and um online marketing customer service just everything because way does everything basically so he's teaching (laughs) me everything nice and um one day i was probably like three months into the business he goes you know what i'm really not passionate about online marketing as i used to be i really want to go into this coaching route so he goes 
I want to give you the business and I want you to take full control of it, do whatever you want, um, run it however you want. And um, if you have any questions, let me know. Nice. So I was like, okay, but I don't fit. I didn't feel comfortable just taking the business from him because he already had a few clients with, he already had a few clients and I was like, why don't we just become partners? So that way is, I feel more comfortable that way mm-hmm. instead of me just taking the full business from you. So now we're partners and I, I well, I run DigiWay and he, he comes in to consult uh, whenever we have certain clients that need um, what he does consulting for, for them. So that's how I kind of got into DigiWay and it's been about, I think, seven years now that I've been running DigiWay. Right. So for those who don't know, can you actually explain what SEO is? I know we've heard that term quite a bit, but sometimes there's a few people who don't really understand all the acronyms. So I would love you to actually explain it. SEO stands for search engine optimization. Basically, that's when you type in something uh, in Google. If you type in um, like, uh, I don't know. Computer digital supplies, marketing. You know, digital marketing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You type in that, and then it gives you a list of different things of what shows up. So mm-hmm. on the top, you'll get Google, Google. You get the Google ads. Those are the ads that people paid for. Right. Under that, you might get um, the Google Maps of maybe businesses in the area that does that service. And under that, you'll get uh, organic search where it's these uh, websites that are showing up organically that haven't paid um, for Google. They're just showing up. Mm-hmm. showing up right, organically. Right. Um, so that's um, SEO, search engine optimization, optimization. It's ranking your website organically on Google. So how does someone actually use SEO to be seen online? So nowadays, SEO has evolved so much since I started. Um, it's not just about ranking your website. And nowadays, since everyone's doing it, doing a lot of SEO, like five, five, ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, there's there's already these people that already established a foundation in a lot of these industries. So SEO is is used nowadays. Is you still can rank, you still can rank on Google um, for your certain keywords or your phrases or your business, whatever you want. But it also goes beyond that. Is we also use SEO for uh, social media. Like mm-hmm. finding certain keywords you could use, think certain um, different target markets you could target with uh, the the keywords we found in our SEO research, and um, you can use it for like email marketing and just not just also your website, your blogs. So it goes beyond just ranking now. So it's goes throughout the whole online marketing, um, the whole online marketing uh, field or industry now so does someone like go into their website and on the back end kind of like put some things in there or is it just words that you're using in your content that google just sees like i guess how does that seo for you know someone who's just learning about this you know or listening in today because they're like oh i want to learn about that like what would you tell them how to make it work it's it's a combination of both so you also have you, uh, if you're doing using a WordPress or a Wix site, um, they have different tools you could use or download to incorporate certain keywords for each mm-hmm. page of of your website. Um, you can uh, also use it when you um, not only you put it in the back end, but when you write content for your, like, say, you're writing your your about page, mm-hmm. or maybe if, if you're a digital marketing company, you're writing about 
um, SEO, you put that in those pages of your website. So mm-hmm. it goes not only in the content, but it goes in the back end, the content, and you also want to take that and use it in your social media. If you're posting about on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, you want to put all that, those keywords into each one of those different platforms. So you start showing up for, hopefully start showing up for different uh, keywords uh, in Google and YouTube or whatever platform um, right. you're, you're on. Is there a certain number of keywords that they should have that is ideal? Like, do you recommend like three keywords or five keywords or, you know, what would be a good number Um, for someone? So we, for, we recommend, I recommend three, um, but you go up to five for each page of your website. So if your Mm -hmm. homepage, you want your, your main keyword, plus maybe your two other keyword, your, your second, second and third ranking keywords that you want to start ranking for. And then the mm-hmm. other pages on your site, you want to add those other keywords in there as well. So if you have like a super basic website where it's a homepage about us, a couple services, and your contact page, that's maybe like five or six pages. So each one of those pages could have three to five keywords. I I'd recommend mm-hmm. three. Um, it's better. Five is a little on the high end. Um, mm-hmm. But three is easy to manage because you could always incorporate that into the content of your page. Right. Well, and if someone is trying to figure out what their keywords should be, I mean, some are obvious, right? Like if you're saying you're a digital marketer or if I want to promote bookkeeping or payroll or something yeah. like that, but yeah. like, does someone have, you know, like, do, would they reach out to you and say, Hey, I need some help figuring out my keywords or is it just kind of obvious, you know, what the keyword should be? Um, some are, some are pretty obvious because you know your business pretty well. So it could just be um, like if it's a bookkeeping in Torrance, so it could just be like the location and plus your services. Mm-hmm. Or if someone needs more help just to maybe find some hidden keywords that maybe you just can't think of on your own, we also we also could help them do keyword research where we do a full analysis of your website and your do analysis of your competition and mm-hmm. see find out, find different keywords that you could use for your website or your social media or wherever you want to use them. Right. So obviously a website's a main thing that everyone really should have for their business. But besides using their website, like how else would you recommend someone market their business? Um, Definitely social media like Facebook, Instagram, um, Google My Business, uh, Yelp. Um, If you're a new business, I highly recommend. And if you're a new business and you're in the service industry, or you have a physical location, I definitely recommend Google My Business and Yelp because they're mm-hmm. both free. Um, mm. You can pay for Yelp ads, but I don't recommend it in the beginning. And Google, you can pay you can pay for Google ads, but Google My Business is a place where people, similar to Yelp, where people go leave reviews. Mm-hmm. But I recommend Google My Business and Yelp for new businesses, or even if you don't, if you have a business right now, if you don't have those, definitely set it up. Because it gets you on um, Yelp and Google My Business gets you on Google Maps, mm, which okay. is a Google product. So right. if, Google's, if Google has their product, you want to use their product because it's just another way for someone, could, someone, for someone to find you. It's just um, that right. saying you need to touch them like, was it five to seven times or something like that? At least. Before they make a decision. <laughs> yeah. Right. So if they see your business multiple times, Google, Google Business Page, Yelp, social media, stuff like that. Um, it just gives you that much more um, places to be seen. 
right. and Google My Business and Yelp, people can also leave reviews mm-hmm. for your for your web for your for your business and your service. Right. Well, and I know we've heard about, you know, all these different social media channels and we know people don't always have time to be on a lot of them. So they're suggested, you know, pick one or two and, you know, should a business be on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or, you know, Snapchat or different things, you know, there's so many different things. So what would you recommend to someone who maybe isn't really using it much, but wants to get into social media? What would you recommend they do to find the best for them? So it, we would have to see what industry they're in. So each industry is different, not on the industry, but um, your target market. Mm-hmm. Where's your target market hanging out? Where's your customers hanging out? Um, what are they doing? How are they How are they finding the information or how are they uh, getting, getting information? So we want to find out where your target market is coming from mm-hmm. before we pick a place. Like LinkedIn is very good for if you're, want to connect with other business owners or um, people that are looking for um, profession, basically professionals. Right. Whereas uh, Facebook is more people that you're connected with. And you could also do Facebook ads where you could, it targets certain Facebook, uh, the criteria. So Facebook mm-hmm. is, is generally pretty good for most, most things. Right. Um, but the only really way to get out of your your friends, right? You have to pay for ads. Exactly. Um, Instagram is also good if you if you're a very visual company. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're a graphic designer or interior designer or or even do construction or a product. Stuff like, mm-hmm. or product. Mm-hmm. That is very good because you could you don't need to pay for ads to really find new people. It's really just hashtags. People can search by hashtags. Mm-hmm. And um, what else? There's there's also uh, the Google My Business page nowadays. It also lets you do posts as well, so you can show different offerings that you have for uh, in Google, and they will also show up in the Google search if someone types in um, something specific to your business. Mm-hmm. And there's also yeah, there's also uh, Twitter. There's also good. There's there's so many now. It's just really, right. where's your where's your uh, audience? Where's your audience, basically? Mm-hmm. And YouTube, YouTube is probably is YouTube is like what the second largest search engine they say That's now. That's what I've heard behind Google. <laughs> yeah, yes. so many so, people are watching video, especially now with COVID, right? A lot of people are at home, probably watching videos yeah, or things like that too. Exactly. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, it's actually time to take a break. So when we come back, we'll continue to chat with Corey about how internet marketing can help you be found and your prospect base expanded. You're listening to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, affordable bookkeeping and payroll services is here to help. 
We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Biz Help For You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help For You. Welcome back to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Corey Freitas told us about his background and how he got into internet marketing. Now let's continue our discussion. So, Corey, how would someone determine a budget for their online marketing? Yeah, this is the, I always, in the beginning, I found this was always the most difficult question um, when someone asked me Mm -hmm. um, how they find their budget. Because when it comes down to it, if they're coming to me, I don't really know what's going on in their business. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to determine a budget for them. Um, I could give you the different price ranges that I have. For different packages, and um, but what, what people, what, especially business owners, when you're going to a marketer, you really want to have all your numbers. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this you would know, Candy, because <laughs> right. right, so they they need to know how much they're they're going to be spending on marketing. So they should set a budget, a set a budget for their marketing campaign, mm-hmm. and. They probably could. They probably could discuss that with you, right? Like um, they could actually. And often, what I recommend is don't come up with like a hard number. Like I'm going to spend a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars or whatever that number is. It's I recommend a percentage of their revenue. Like what amount of you know this percentage of your revenue do you want to spend on advertising? So yeah. if your business is going to be five hundred thousand and you want to spend you know two percent or whatever, then you know what that number is. So, but then they also have to know do a pretty decent job of estimating what their figures would be too. So they're not overspending based on what they're hoping to, you know, have in that budget. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's one of those questions. It's hard for me to, for me to answer them. Um, but I usually give them what the minimum they should at least have mm-hmm. to start marketing for at least a, success, a successful campaign. Mm-hmm. And that usually starts at like around $500 a month. Okay. So mm-hmm. from there, you could go on up to all the bells and whistles. So, five hundred is a good budget. So you can at least start seeing some some movement in your website, your social media, or whatever marketing you're planning on doing. Mm-hmm. And we could. And for us, I would I would take a look at your business, or the industry you're in, and kind of determine what would be a good place for you to um, start marketing. And then right. I'll I would probably give them a proposal. Of, this is where I think you should start, and this is the budget of um, where, where, 
what would be a good uh, budget for you to start um, Mm -hmm. marketing at? Right. And some people might hear that like $500 a month. Wow, that's a lot. I'm a small business. I'm struggling. You know, that's a big chunk of my, you know, amount. So if someone were to come to you and you would say, well, normally that's what we suggest and that would cover, you know, these three things or whatever is, you know, kind of included Mm -hmm. in that, would you be able to prioritize for them then based on their industry or their business? Like, okay, you're a service business. So we think that this would be better for you to start. Yeah, we definitely, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes 500, especially if they're just starting, mm-hmm. um, it's hard for them to come up with 500 a month because that comes out to a lot, uh, 6,000. A lot, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> um, we could definitely take a look at their business, the industry, and just figure out where we could start. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it might even just be letting them know about Yelp and Google to help them get on there and start getting reviews mm-hmm. where they could start off start off doing things by themselves where they don't need to start off with marketing. And then when they start building up that customer base, um, we could help them transition into us helping them with, uh, if it's uh, Google management, Google ads management, SEO or social media management. Right. And I think it's true. I mean, obviously social media, a lot of the things don't cost, but like you said, I mean, with the way analytics work, often people aren't seeing you. It's your, just your close friends or something, but you know, maybe even asking those friends, like, would you be willing to share and comment? You know, I know if you have comments that are three words or more, at least, or something, it's seen better than just a like or something. So maybe even educating people that are friends or family, like this could really help me, you know, start to get exposure. Would you be willing, you know, to do that? I think something like that just to start, you know, would be good as well. Exactly. So that's what I, I, every time I get a new client that are just starting their business, I tell them to get on Yelp and Google right away. Mm -hmm. And when they have a customer, send them the link to that Yelp, your Yelp uh, page and your, or your Google page and have them do a review for you. Mm -hmm. They might not do it, but um, if you send them the information where instead of them having to find it, um, they're more likely to do that. Mm-hmm. If, if they have to go and find your Google page or your Yelp page, that it makes it a lot less chance that they'll leave a review for you. So if you do all the hard work for them where they just have to go on, sign on, and leave a review, they're more likely to do it. And um, these two platforms are very good for companies just to get out there on online for mm-hmm. basically no money. Right. Right. Well, and I know in the last segment, you started to talk about your website being ranked. So could you actually just touch on, you know, again, what is it that is taken into account to actually rank the website? And how long does that ranking actually take? Okay, yeah. So ranking the website is you showing up the highest, higher position on Google. So you're not on page 10, you're on page mm-hmm. one. And um, it, Google takes, has, has an algorithm um, I don't want to go too deep into there's so many different algorithms out there that they have, but some of the things that they look at um, are how many people are going to your website, like traffic to your site, are people visiting it, are they interacting with the site? Um, another thing is content. Are you updating your website content? Do you have a blog page? Blogs, can, whenever you create a blog, a blog, it counts as a separate page. So if Google sees that you have, you're doing maybe a blog a week, they'll see that you're constantly updating it. So if mm-hmm. you're constantly updating it, they know that they have to send their their bot or their scanner to your site. So the more they send that the bot over, then the more likely that you'll start ranking for more keywords and ranking mm-hmm. faster. And um, connecting your social media to your site, um, 
having your keywords inside the content. Uh, make sure each page has uh, a good amount of content um, verbiage on it. Mm-hmm. And Google also likes when you put, um, if you embed like YouTube videos, like so mm-hmm. if you have a YouTube page, they like videos on the page as well. Um, one of the big things now is uh, making sure that your website is mobile friendly. Mm-hmm. So if it's mobile friendly, it works on phone, it works on the iPad or any tablet device. And another one is how fast your website loads, the speed of it loading. Mm-hmm. So it takes in all these different accounts of how to to rank your site. So if your website isn't mobile friendly, you might not. You might show up on desktop, but you might not show up on um, on a mobile phone. Right. Well, wasn't so, it a couple of years ago that Google wasn't going to even like really show your website if it hadn't been converted to a mobile friendly site? Yeah, um, but they still. I still run into sites that aren't mobile friendly, mm-hmm. and they still show up. So I don't know how f- if they fully. I know the algorithm is still there, mm-hmm. um, but. I still run into sites that aren't mobile friendly. Interesting. Yeah, because I had heard, I, I, I think it's been a few years. I don't remember for sure, but I'm saying like, yeah. make sure you have a mobile friendly or it's or you're going to be like penalized or something. Not that you, yeah, maybe you wouldn't ever yeah. show up, but it would definitely be kind of held yeah. against you per se. So, yeah. So, oh yeah. Another thing was a uh, backlinking, uh, backlinking mm-hmm. to the site. So that's basically if you're say a doctor and you write an article about ear infections mm-hmm. and you, you put it on your website as a blog, and then, um, say, WebMD sees this article and they re- reference their article in their blog post, that creates a backlink from WebMD to your site, and that helps because WebMD is an authority website. They've been around for a long time. A lot of people use it, and um, it will help your website rank. So, I so think like, technically, yeah. then, I'm helping other people. Like, when we write a blog, I write a blog, I have it twice a week, right? Yeah. And I'm sharing often things like, let's say, from the CPA Practice Academy or, you know, Accountants World or different places, even, you know, Forbes or something. You know, if we see an article, we actually write the content ourselves, you know, so we're not just taking their content. We just, like, read it. We're like, oh, here's some great information. And sometimes, of course, we're just doing everything our own directly. But I like to share other people but we always in the article will like say in this cpa practice advisor whatever and we create a hyperlink so that's what you're saying is the backlink so if someone clicks on that too it's taking them to their site so when i do that i'm actually helping those other websites helping those other websites yeah and vice versa if they did something for you Mm -hmm. interesting okay exactly that's exactly what it is (laughs) okay so obviously we talked about social media earlier um we know that we should be on social media and posting and trying to interact with people, but it just takes a lot of time, obviously. And yes. when, especially yeah. as an entrepreneur, if you're a sole proprietor or, you know, maybe you're a partnership, but both of yeah. you are just doing so much. How do you even find the time to really be on social media and doing that? What would you suggest? What, what I suggest is if you're doing everything by yourself is pick one platform. Mm-hmm. So pick that platform that, you know your your customers on, so you have to do a little research of where your market is. So, um, if it's Facebook, if it's Instagram, if it's YouTube, if it's uh, Twitter, just mm-hmm. pick one platform and just use that platform, master that platform, and um, post on there. Maybe just in your put in your calendar, like give yourself a fifteen minute block to 
create a post, you mm-hmm. know, and post it on Facebook or wherever. If you don't know where they are, um, chances are, chances are most people are on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. They have like a million something. Is it billion now? Like they have so many users, but really just when in doubt, Facebook is usually one of the good, better ones mm-hmm. if you don't know, but do your research, pick one platform and go with that. Right. Yeah. And, and of course have a business page, you know, use it for your business too, not just like the personal, yes. right? Cause not Facebook could page, yeah. slap your hand, right? If you're doing business on your personal profile. Yeah, so you want to create a business page for each one of those. Mm-hmm. Usually they're connected to your personal profile. Mm-hmm. So you want to create a business page for Facebook, um, LinkedIn, and you're posting on your business page for each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've done that for Facebook. I've had a business page for a long time, but actually LinkedIn, I've been bad. Like I just have my own, my blogs yeah. and everything post to my own. I actually never ended up creating one just for the business and I know I should, but it was the same thing. I've got so many different things that have to be done. I'm yeah. just going to stick for me personally on LinkedIn. I'll do that, but I definitely have the Facebook business page. Yeah. Link, LinkedIn. So it's, it's okay to kind of promote stuff on your personal page more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel the, then uh, I feel like more people really follow the personal, the person more than businesses. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, like I said, just look at look at what platform is best for you, your comp- your your industry, your business, and just focus on that for maybe three to six months. Mm-hmm. See how that goes. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, three to six months, and then maybe add another one. Or if that one yeah. is maybe not working, you could maybe test a different one or something yeah. like that. But see, I do want to also throw in there too for those who maybe just feel like, oh, I don't have time to be getting on every day or you know a couple times a week. We actually use like the posting software. We could schedule them ahead of time as well, so you could just have. Yeah a lot done at once and you know I don't necessarily want to promote one over some other things but there those are out there you know that you could yeah. also use so you could kind of batch your work and say okay I'm going to work on social media for the next half hour or hour or something you know and do your exactly. next week's posts or something yeah right so there's always there's like Hootsuite different ones mm-hmm. um we use one as well where um my assistant she'll go in and just, just schedule each one out for each platform Mm-hmm. Um, so you should, should do it all at once, like the beginning of the week. So you don't have to worry about it and just make sure they post. Um, mm-hmm. And some of these platform, platforms, you don't need to be posting every day. Right. Um, maybe twice or three times a week is fine or even mm-hmm. one time a week. It just really depends on your audience as well. So you don't, mm-hmm. need, to, you don't need to post every single day. Right. Or, yeah. Right. And I've just heard someone say when they're talking about working on social media, it's better to just be consistent. So if you know you can only do something once a week, it's better to just post something once a week, but do it once a week than to think you're going to do it five times a week. And then maybe one week you do five and maybe one time you do one and maybe, you know, it's kind of hit and miss. So just to be more consistent, I guess, is better, you know, and I assume you would say the same mm-hmm. yeah being consistent um if you say i want to post every monday then stick with that monday wednesday mm-hmm. um you'll see that a lot with a youtube where if you certain youtubers you follow they'll post um the a video on this exact day and time and then their mm-hmm. audience just gets used to it mm-hmm. so just yeah exactly just pick a pick a couple days or pick a day depending on how many times you want to post and just stick with that mm-hmm. and those uh Platforms like social media, like Hootsuite and those that auto post for you, those help as well. Definitely right. help. 
And I think this will be our last question before we go to commercial, but I would love to just have you talk quickly about maybe the analytics on those social media pages too. Like how can you understand if you go to your Facebook page and it gives you like this little report, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Okay. So yeah, Facebook, I believe they have one of the better analytics out there, Mm -hmm. especially when you're running ads because it, they could t- they could basically break it down by where are the people coming from, uh, who interacted with each post, and stuff like that. Whereas um, Twitter and Instagram is a little little slim, mm-hmm. and YouTube is also okay as well. But um, what you're looking on there is how are people interacting with your uh, with your posts, like impressions. Mm-hmm. Impressions are just how many times your your post showed up in front of someone's a computer or their phone, and then clicks are how many people clicked on that ad or how many people liked it, or not ad, but on that post. Mm-hmm. And um, just seeing how people are interacting with with what you're posting out there with social mm-hmm. media. You could also for get some um, data from uh, Google Analytics, which is connected to your website, but Google Analytics shows how many people are coming from those social media platforms as well. Mm. So okay. I always say, look at, just look how many impressions and clicks you have and just how, how are people interacting with it? Then you'll see how, what posts are more popular or what kind of content people liked. Mm-hmm. And if they liked a certain content, start maybe posting a little bit more of that type of content. Right. Perfect. Well, it's time to take another quick break. So be sure to hang around to hear more from Corey Freitas of Digiway on how internet marketing can help you be found. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Biz Help for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help for You. 
Welcome back to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Today, I'm chatting with Corey Freitas of Digiway. Let's find out a bit more information from him on how to use internet marketing. So, Corey, I would love for you to just explain how Google Ads works. Okay, Google Ads. Google Ads is basically advertising with Google. So, if for ads, um, there are different kinds. So, say you're typing in a bookkeeper in the Google search, and then usually the ads are the first things that show up on the mm-hmm. search result page. So, the ads are the first. Usually, usually there are like three different ads for three different um, companies show up. Mm-hmm. But you could, if you're on the desktop browser, you could also see some ads on the right side of the page and some on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, when you pay for ads, you're basically paying per click. That means every time someone clicks, if they if they typed in like bookkeeping, mm-hmm. so Google gives a a cost for that keyword. So it could be a dollar, say. So every time someone clicks on it, it clicks on your ad, you'll be charged a dollar mm-hmm. for that click. And um, what's good about Google Ads is once you start running Google Ads, you'll start seeing traffic to your site right away. Mm. And when you start seeing traffic to your site right away, Google will also rank your site a little bit better as well because you're getting more traffic to your site. And um, it also helps you because with that traffic coming to your site, you can see how people are interacting with your website. Mm-hmm. And if you're from there, if you know a lot of people are coming from ads, but they're not doing anything, they're not um, calling you, then maybe you might have to change up your website, um, like have a stronger call to action. Um, maybe you have to check the speed of the site. Maybe they don't like the design. There's a reason why they're not clicking. And, right. Um, it's, you need to f- figure that out. So if you know like people are coming from the ads, but they're not clicking on your website, you have to figure out it might be a problem with the website. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a problem with the ads. The ads might be bringing in um, the wrong type of client. Right. Right. Like if I had a word that people thought was related maybe to actual tax prep and I don't do the tax prep mm-hmm. and they were clicking and then I don't do it, then I'm having someone come that's really not my customer. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you really okay. want to, um, in the keyword research of creating the ads, you want to make sure you find out the different variations. And mm-hmm. um, Google Ads, I I never recommend people do Google Ads themselves. Um because if you don't do it right, you could lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a client back in the day where they were running ads themselves, and they just let it run. And they were let it run for like at least a good two to three years, and they weren't getting the full benefit of the ads because they didn't make any adjustments. They didn't change anything. <clears throat> At the time, Google wasn't um, following up with them mm-hmm. on how to make how to make adjustments to their ads. And basically, they were bleeding money from their mm-hmm. um, online marketing budget. Uh, and, that's not um, good. <laughs> yeah, so because it, it, Google Ads is so massive that you could do so many different things with it. So with ads, you don't just have ads, but you have um, what we call remarketing mm-hmm. or retargeting. When someone comes to your site and they leave it, leave, you can have an ad follow them around so that they see you. If they go mm-hmm. on to, like, example, like another website, or if they go on Amazon, they can see right. your your ad. I've seen and, that before with yeah. either on Facebook, all of a sudden something pops up that you had just talked about, or even email. I notice, like if I do a Google search for a client or something yeah. to see what something is, and then I go to my own email, all of a sudden they're trying to like sell me their product. I'm like, I just wanted to know what they sold because I had yeah. to classify it properly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it can be a little annoying, but <laughs> it works. It um, <laughs> right. it's just that another 
gives you that another touch for that person to keep you top of mind. Mm-hmm. And they also have different ones where you could do display ads where you the, the ad is placed on um, speci- specific uh, websites that Google. Uh, what do they do? They um, that are people are working with Google, mm-hmm. so it, it places your ads on their website, like a like AdSense kind of, where AdSense mm-hmm. is where people um, Google pays them so they could place ads. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. There's many different places that. Google ad, you could place a Google ads and um, it is very massive. So I never recommend anyone doing it themselves. Um, but it is one of the best ways to get traffic to your site right away and see results right away. Whereas um, search engine optimization nowadays, um, like back in the day, you could rank sometimes within a day or even a week. Nowadays, it usually, you can start ranking within three to six months to mm-hmm. see for those keywords that you want. Whereas with Google ads, when you start Google ads, you can start ranking for the, those keywords that you want. Mm. So and it sounds it, like if you're saying that though, if I'm, if I have a budget, right. And I have mm-hmm. to choose SEO or Google ads or social media ads or something. It sounds like you're saying Google ads is kind of the way to go. I've lately, I've been liking Google ads a lot better than um, SEO. If you have the budget to do SEO, then I recommend it because it, in the long run, you'll see the benefits of it because you mm-hmm. don't have to, I guess, work as hard. I'd say because once you stop the thing with this, once you stop Google Ads, uh, the traffic stops. Mm-hmm. If you're ranking for SEO, um, that could stay on as long as it could stay on for a very long time, depending on how uh, how much SEO your competitors are doing. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've been recommending um, Google Ads to clients because they really nowadays people are impatient. They don't want to mm. wait the three six months, and you don't want to wait three six months for um, someone to see your website. So right. it's just a faster faster return, mm-hmm. and it's a, also a good way for us to test the website right away, see if your website is functioning 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 mm-hmm. properly. So then, should a business update their website before doing their internet marketing? Um, you don't have to, it really depends if, if the website isn't mobile friendly, then yes, you should update the site. Um, if you don't have certain things on your website, if you don't have like a call to action, certain things aren't, or runs very slow, then yes, you should update it, but you don't technically need to, um, create a, you don't need to create a new website or update it. You could always try especially with Google Ads, you could try right away to see if the if your website is working right. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of uh, marketing companies they like to create create a new site for you, so they could control control the analytics, control everything, so they can see what's going on. But you don't necessarily need to do that. And it's just sometimes it's more cost effective for cost effective for you to just run the ads on your current website and make any adjustments to the site as you're running the ads. Mm, I see. Like as but, you start getting that feedback. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I'll I'll usually look at the website. I obviously have to look at the website before we do ads. But I will make recommend if I need to make recommendation on changes, I would recommend it before we run an ad. Um, mm-hmm. If I really think they really need to update the site, I won't I won't start the ads until they update the site. Sometimes it just mm-hmm. really depends on the the clients. Right. That makes sense. So I've heard, you know, the term goals when you're doing this internet marketing too. So how would someone set goals for what they're going to be doing? 
Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's different for each each industry. So if, like for example, if you want to get, if you just started marketing and you say you want 10 clients right away and your budget is like 500 bucks, that might be unrealistic. So mm-hmm. you kind of have, you have to, I guess it's my job really to make, make it realistic for the client, make realistic goals that we could attain each month. Mm-hmm. So if it's um, maybe getting two calls a week for, could be a good goal, you know, depending on what, what the service is, it's really finding out what do you, what do you, what are your, what are you currently getting? What are you currently converting for clients? Mm-hmm. And then using that for your um, online marketing as well. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's, yeah, it, each business is, is a little different, but um, we would have to kind of discuss what's realistic for online marketing. Because right. cool. people start online marketing, they expect everything because they get the information right away. So they expect people to call right away, mm-hmm. which isn't the case. It's um, Online marketing is kind of like networking in person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you network in person, it just takes multiple times for someone to see you. Right. So you have to take that and bring that online, but it is a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. So would that goal be you know, a number of clicks or how many impressions you show up for? Like, what would that goal actually be? Or do you sit down and help them figure out for their specific business what that goal should be? Because it seems like there could be different things that you're tracking. Yeah, because some, like for us, we usually, a good goal is so many calls a week or sometimes someone fill out a form. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I've had clients where they just wanted more people to come to the site. So maybe our goal wasn't about the conversion. It was just about getting more people to the website. Mm-hmm. So that's when we'll set a different, uh, how many clicks you got to the site, for example, or how many people went to this uh, landing page that we have. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just, so we all sit down with a client and kind of determine what is a good goal for the, I, rec- I always recommend running ads three to six months, just so um, the first month is usually setting up and we could uh, test things out. And then we just fine tune it as the months go on. So just uh, for each month, we'll set a different goal, Mm, whatever it would be. Yeah. So I'll sit down with them to kind of determine what is a realistic goal. And if it's not realistic, so they come up with a ridiculous number, I will let them know that is unrealistic. Because if you're starting from starting from this point where you had nothing or you're starting with this very low budget, you can't expect. um, Mm -hmm. Can't expect magic, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So and okay, I don't I don't um, guarantee anything because of course, and I don't think any marketing person should ever guarantee mm-hmm. uh, how many how much money or how many people will start start uh, coming to them because you can't guarantee anything, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like we never knew um, the virus or this pandemic was going to happen, of so that's course. so it's just you just can't guarantee anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, we're actually coming to the close of the show, so I would love for you to share any promotions that you would have for our listeners? Um, yeah, for any of your listeners, if they want to um, get in touch with me, I will be offering them, uh, I'll do an analysis of the website and a quick SEO um, online marketing analysis mm-hmm. of what they can do, maybe what what they can do to better their online presence. Mm-hmm. So they could, all they need to do is really just email me and uh, say they heard, they basically came from you, Candy. And uh, let me know that they're coming from uh, um, 
Voice America this, Internet yeah. Radio. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Biz Help for You is the actual show. So if they say just Biz Help yeah. for You, that works too. Yeah. If that that will work, if they just mentioned that that they heard me on the on your radio station, and um, yeah, I'll give them a free thirty minute, forty five minute uh, analysis of their site, um, their online presence, and we'll offer some tips on how they can improve that. And they Perfect. can reach me at uh, Corey at digiway That's C O R Y at digiway D I G I W E I dot com. Perfect. And do you have a phone number or any of the social media links you want to also share? Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we do have a YouTube page, we're basically on and all, it's usually, uh, Digiway. Mm-hmm. Perfect. At Digiway at Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I know this has been an interesting topic. I th- there's so much to know on this. I know we probably have just scratched yeah. the surface. There's other questions, you know, I probably have, but I know how important it is to be found. And we're counting on people doing Google searches, you know, or going to Facebook pages or LinkedIn or wherever to kind of find us. So I thought it would be great just to have this discussion today. And so I hope that, you know, people can reach out to you and get that, you know, the analysis of their website or something too. So you can help make some improvements and maybe even drive more traffic to their site. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Well, I, I, like I said, it was, I, I'm so glad that you were able to be my guest uh, today. And I do want to thank the listeners for tuning into the show as well. I hope you found this topic interesting and it answered some questions about how internet marketing can help you be found and your prospect base expanded. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Corey or you can send us a message at media at AB and p.com and would you please share our show information with those you know i'd really appreciate your support i hope you can join us next week for another informative topic and please remember you can connect with us on twitter facebook and linkedin and my website is ab and p.com links can be found on my voice america page remember to tune in each tuesday at 2 p.m pacific standard time and if you can't join us for the live show you can find the episode saved on the business channel on voiceamerica.com or find the podcast posted on itunes TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and spotify until next time have a great week thank you for listening to biz help for you Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week.